expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 47 points this morning from Friday's close at 17,503 on turnover of 3.9 billion NT. The market closed marginally higher last Friday as most other regional benchmarks gained ground, as oil prices registered a slight decline due to mass coronavirus-related lockdowns in China and after the U.S. Fed announced its first interest rate increase since 2018. The Central Epidemic Command Center is reporting 121 new coronavirus cases. Only three of the new cases are domestic infections. Epidemic Command Center's spokesperson Zhang Renxiang says the three cases are residents of Taipei, Jiayi County, and Tainan. The Taipei and Jiayi County cases are both connected to a cluster involving a wedding held in Jiayi City on March 13th, bringing the number of cases in that cluster to six. While the third domestic case tested positive in quarantine, and her infection is related to a cluster of unknown origin, in which the first reported case was a buffet restaurant employee in Kaohsiung. Of the 118 imported new cases, 64 tested positive on arriving in Taiwan. However, no new deaths are being reported. An over 3-meter-long whale shark that was found beached for a second time in Hualien has died. The whale shark was found stranded at the mouth of the Li Wu River near Xingchen Township. Local Agriculture and Ocean Conservation Administration officials say the whale shark had suffered no obvious trauma, but it has now been buried and samples taken for testing. Those samples have been sent to academic institutes for research purposes. In international news, Russia has demanded that Ukrainians in the besieged city of Mariupol lay down their arms today in exchange for safe passage out of town, but Ukraine has rejected the offer. Russia's military said it would allow two corridors out of the coastal city, heading either east towards Russia or west towards other parts of Ukraine. Mariupol residents were given until 5 a.m. today to respond to the offer. Russia did not say what action it would take if the offer was rejected. The Russian demand came hours after Ukrainian authorities said Moscow's forces bombed an art school that was sheltering about 400 people. City officials and aid groups say food, water and electricity have run low in Mariupol and fighting has kept out humanitarian convoys. Communications are severed. 
And the United States is formally declaring that alleged violence committed by Myanmar's army against the country's Rohingya minority amounts to genocide and crimes against humanity. From Washington, Benji Heyer has the details. It's a long-anticipated designation by the Biden administration, one that does not signal drastic new measures against Myanmar's sanction-hit government, but one that could lead to further international pressure on the regime, which is already facing accusations of genocide at the International Court of Justice. Myanmar's armed forces launched a military operation in 2017 that forced at least 700,000 of the mainly Muslim Rohingya from their homes. A United Nations fact-finding mission concluded the military's campaign did include genocidal acts. Last year, the army seized power in a coup it denies committing genocide. Mr Blinken's predecessor, Mike Pompeo, declined to make a determination on the atrocities. It's left to the current Secretary of State to take that step, when he'll also announce $1 million of additional funding for the Independent Investigative Mechanism for Myanmar, a UN body gathering evidence for potential prosecutions. Benji Haya, Washington. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.